Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the LC and Jack Radio Show live from New York. And now, here are your hosts, LC and Jack. Welcome, welcome to the LC and Jack Radio Show with your boys LC and the Breadman holding you down. Give us a shout here in the studio. You can reach us live and direct at area code 347 843 Up close and personal, Urban Talk Radio. Well, we're so excited. We have a great guest on the show, which we will introduce in a few minutes. But uh, we want to uh, welcome your calls if you decide to call in, which uh, you, you, you like to do from time to time. So call, give us a shout. Hit us up on social media, as you know, which is Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, all that good stuff. And again, our call in number is 347-843-4738. We thank you for joining the show again this week. And it is a very great week. We have the Super Bowl coming here shortly, and then we get into, I, I think, I know we're, we're not at the end of winter yet, but, um, you know, we're in February, so I, I want to say we're halfway home. <laughs> it would say you got all of March, and uh, April can be a little chilly. So, hang in there. Weather's been kind of brisk here in New York. It is brutal out there today, but I can feel that warm weather not too far away. So, with that said, what is the word there, Brad? The word is... (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is. The hawk is out. It truly is out today. Ain't no damn hawk. That's a damn pelican or something. I don't know. <laughs> the hawk could be hiding somewhere under a damn tree or a hole, man. That's brutal. Polar bears. It's brutal. Polar bears, penguins, and all them some reptiles that live up there. North Pole, South Pole. <laughs> Ain't no damn hawk. <laughs> Woo! Well, we'll get through it. As we yes, said, sir. we got uh, great guests, which... This interview will definitely spice things up as we have a great, great author on the show today. So she is sure to help us spice up your day and my day. So uh, sit tight, enjoy the interview. And, you know, for those that uh, can't wait tomorrow for the Super Bowl. So that will definitely warm you up with all the good food, I'm sure drinks. That will be going on. So 
with uh, so we will get you to the Super Bowl. So make sure you tune in each and every week, like this week, to get some really great individuals that are really making it happen. So with that said, Brett, let's jump right into it. Our guest this week is no stranger to the show. That's right. She is back. She's back in a new way with a new book, Rituals for Love. Mm, I like that title. With that said, we are so happy to welcome back to the show, Miss Samara Ray. What's happening, girl? Hello, hello, hello. What's good? What's good? All is well. Thank you for having me back. We love to have you back. I mean, we... I think the bread man was all over you asking you, and you were just promoting that time, you know, uh, your book. And then he's like, well, when's the next one coming out? So you're going on the number four. Number, number four. four. You go, girl. Number four, yes. And I was so honored to be on your show when number one came out, Recipe for Love. So now That's what here I'm saying. I am. That's with you two, and I'm on book number four now. You're on the fast track, baby. That's what they say. That's what biography, too. She don't even know yet. That's what they say. Yes, yes. Love it. Happy tell New us, Year, Tell lady. us. Yeah. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year to you, too. Yes. I heard you trying to stay warm. Oh, oh. I'm trying, girl. I got everything on. House coat, undercoat, this coat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, we're sure you're going to spice us up and warm us up with the new book, but let's not get into that yet before (laughs) those new readers or those people that are not familiar with with Miss Ray. Why don't you, and I I should have given a little bit more of a background, but uh, we know you were a big advocate, you know, growing up reading and and you decided to write a book. What tell tell them a little bit about Shamara Ray. Well, I am going to say one thing first. It's Shamara, you know. Shamara. And it's and it's funny cuz growing up I was born in Brooklyn and I remember my mother tells this story all the time. I used to get on the elevator every day, and there was an older woman who would say, Hi, Shamara. And I literally had to be about three, two or three years old, and I would say, It's Shamara, it's Shamara. So it's ingrained to say, It's Shamara. But I literally, growing up, Brooklyn, my mom, she was a housewife at the time. She would read to me all the time. And literally, before she finished one book, I was bringing bringing out another one. And that just carried through, you know, from, you know, my youth. To high school, to college, I love to read. You know, I started taking writing courses. You know, I always peeping around with, you know, writing poetry or even short stories. And literally, you know, I I did the nine to five thing. I commute into the city every day, and I'd read book after book after book. And I started to think, you know what? I want to tell my own stories, and I want to read about characters that I can relate to, and others can relate to. And I sat down one day front of my computer and I started writing and um you know I haven't stopped I, I love it I love creating stories and telling stories that um others can identify with and that's something that when I 
do, you know, finish a novel and someone, you know, wants to chit-chat about the story, I would love to hear that. You know what? I know someone that happened to or that happened to me. So writing has been in me. It's something that I, I'm, I feel like I'm living my passion and it's something that I really enjoy doing. A dream come true. And shame on me, Shamara, for <laughs> mispronouncing your name. I apologize for that. Shame on me. It's, it's, it's quite all right. I, I get it all the time. I know, and I thought I had it down pat, so boom, I just hit myself in the back of the head. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Correct, LC. LC. So, so with that said, you're on book number four. Yes. What's, what's different, or is there anything different from book one to now book four? Or is it a sequel? Well, actually, yes, it is a sequel. Rituals for Love is a sequel to my first novel, um, Recipe for Love. So for those who, you know, were engaged in the stories of Jade and Kane and wanted to hear more, the story continues. So um, Rituals for Love, you get to peek back into the lives of these two restaurant owners, um, their friends, their competitors, their lovers, and they're embarking on opening a business. They're starting their own restaurant together in the city, a spot on a restaurant called Genesis. And this novel really takes you on the path of, okay, so we're no longer just starting to date and we're, you know, we're past the the honeymoon phase. What happens now? What happens when these two individuals are trying to continue to let their love flourish, but also into, into business um, with one another? So it's, of course, you mentioned spice earlier, so it's a little spicy, but it also, you know, is more than just that. It really deals with relationships and interactions and how we as people and we as couples learn to interact with one another and how we really learn to try to continue to keep the sparks alive while doing other things that are important to us in our lives. Well, a little bug told me that uh, this may be on a... Is this is this a nonfiction? Is this from factual? The author's I, I bet, factual relationships? I bet I know who might have told you that. I write. I know who told you that. I am innocent guilty. We in America, baby. She's killing the exes. I'm going to give you the, the facts straight from my mouth. My novels are works of fiction. That means they are not true. That means I create them. None of the characters mm. in the novels are anyone that I know, including myself. So, no, they are not factual. They are fiction. Works of fiction. I don't know, Brad. That sounds that sounds <laughs> real good. It remind me of somebody I know. That's what it is. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know who that could be. <laughs> it could be anybody I'm past in my lifetime and yours. <laughs> well, she, she's good doing interviews now. We first got her. Not that she wasn't good, but, you know, we could get out of it now. She got that corporate line down. I know better. I know better. <laughs> we understand. We understand. We love her just the same. Yes, we do. Uh-huh, yes, we do. We, do. Uh, we definitely do. That's why we we uh, got to pick out her um, in All in Good Fun. Tell, tell us, so you... You're you're an esteemed author, author. Excuse me. What is is this book or any of the books? Get be some. Would you like to roll it into a play or 
a miniseries on TV or what, what's, what, what would you like to roll these into? Uh, aside, yeah. obviously, you have these books written, but you see so many books that become movies, yeah, that, yeah. you know, miniseries, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I think most authors, myself included, would love to see their work on the small screen, on the big screen, you know, when when you're writing these characters, you become so engrossed in their lives and, and the direction and their paths. And to be able to see it as opposed to just reading it would be a dream come true. You know, I I remember chatting with some, you know, folks and, and just listening to them after they read the story and the way they talked about the story and the characters, you know, you would think, Brit, that they are people that we actually know. You know, they really you know, became engaged and really felt like they knew these people. So I, I would love to see it, you know, on TV or um, on a movie screen. I think anytime you're writing a novel, you're painting that picture. And when you're reading it, generally you can visualize it, you know. So to be able to take something that you've read or, from my, you know, from my perspective, take something that I've written um, in which I know what I think the characters look like and how they move and how they talk, I would love to see it materialize um, either on TV or on the big screen. So if you know anybody, you know. Oh, we know, we know a lot of people. <laughs> you know a lot of heads. You never know. So you know you never know what's going to happen. you got to be ready for it, though, as they say. When these things it's happen. Absolutely. Gotta when be ready for it. you got to be ready. Yes, absolutely. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh-huh. And I, well, know, I know you are. I know you are. You know, continuing the story of Kane and Jay. I'm going to drop something on him. I'm going to drop something on him. All right, now. You know how to reach me. I'll be waiting for your call. Yeah, baby. I got it. You know I got it. You know what I'm saying? I am not tired of the weary. That's it. You know I keep rolling, baby. You're going to get her on the big screen. That's it. What were you saying, Shamara? I was just saying, you know, just and. Just to uh, further, um, you know, carry on what you asked, I mean, the fact that, you know, Recipe for Love started off as just one story and, you know, one part of these characters' journey, you know, now Rituals for Love, the story continues. So you get to see, you know, where where their lives have headed, you know, where they're going. So absolutely, I feel like, you know, I'd love to, just like you, movies have sequels, books do too. And I, I think I'd love to see both of these, you know, on the big screen. So, you, so we have the fourth book now. First off, tell people where they can get your book if, for some reason, they, you know, don't know. Where yeah, can we get you, the latest and greatest? You can get um, Rituals for Love uh, at your favorite bookstore, um, online from your favorite bookseller. Um, if you're a, a Target shopper, Walmart shopper, you can find um, my novels there as well. But, you know, go online. You can get it from SimonSchuster.com. Um, but any of your favorite um, bookstores. I'm, I'm doing a signing next week at Barnes & Noble in Carl Place, New York. So you can you can see me there on Thursday, um, February 5th at 7 p.m. And you can come purchase a book and get it signed. So, you know, anywhere books are sold. Beautiful. What, what is the, the best part of, and you probably answered this already, but the best part about being an author? You know, what's that's a... What's great that's about a, that? a great question. I think the best part of being an author is to have an idea and to be able to create these worlds or create these people 
and write a story that other people can identify with and that other people can see themselves in the characters or understand or relate and realize that, wow, you know, yes, this is a work of fiction, but obviously other people go through the same things that I go through. So to be able to put together a compelling story that when someone reads it, they're, you know, they want to, they want to know more and they can't believe the story ended or they, you know, they really identify. I think that's the most, that's the best part about being an author. You know, I think that's for me the most rewarding part to be able to put together a story and a novel that people can read, enjoy, and relate to. Mm, interesting. I like that response. What, have you gotten any feedback from from uh, your fans out there in regards to how it's helped them overcome challenge or better understand a situation they're going through? Anything like that? Absolutely. I get emails or messages on Facebook from um, readers that, you know, they talk about they've been through the same thing or, you know, I, you know, I, it, if you guys may recall, my first novel, Recipe for Love, I had recipes in the back of the book. I had teachers mm-hmm. reach out to me saying that they actually made some of the recipes for their students and it was great. And wow. you know, I do get that feedback. Yeah. And, you know, I get that positive reinforcement that makes this a joy. It makes me want to continue doing it. But I certainly... When you chit-chat with the guys and the girls and they read some of the things in the book about, you know, whether it's a character that's a little scandalous or somebody who's not scandalous enough, they can relate. They know somebody like that, you know. And like Fred says, I know he's joking, but, you know, people always want to know, you know, is this somebody you really know? Because it sounds like somebody I know. So, you know, I get that feedback that, you know, people can identify. And, you know, I don't know how much it's helping them. Maybe the spice factor might be helping them a little bit in the bedroom. So, you know, I love that just as, just as well. Yeah, you're, you're, right. putting a, you're putting a smile on people's face. <laughs> <laughs> and some other things, too. <laughs> oh, exactly. We won't go R-rated on the show, even though we could. Yeah, you know, that's, baby. That's, the, that's the lovely of, of Internet radio, is that you can, <laughs> it's pretty much, you can do whatever you want. But we'll, we'll keep it so... The average listener can can tune in and, and ages. So you, you touch so many different people doing this, and I, I ask you that question because we have so many different people from different walks of life, and it's it's interesting how you can. I think we had Gloria Gaynor on, and we asked her a similar question: "What's what's so great about?" What you do, and, and she basically said, kind of like you said, you're able to kind of touch people and put a smile on their face or uh, just help them go through their everyday, uh, str- I don't want to say struggles, but mm-hmm. everyday challenges mm-hmm. that they may a- experience. Mm-hmm. And I think that's powerful as a writer. Yeah. It, they say it's yeah. power in, in the pen. Yeah. So, uh, with kudos to you and and, and thank you. And you know, the everyone thinks that it's easy when you, you 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 start to do something that you like to do. In other words, this is book number four. If I asked you, and you, you've you've done this in the past, but how long mm-hmm. it took you to get to book number one? Most people mm-hmm. think it's like, bang! I just wrote this. I got I got a deal, and it and you're off and running. Tell tell the mm. listeners, I guess the your 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 journey to book number one. 
Yeah. Um, my journey to book number one, I would say, was a labor of love, and I stress the labor part. Um, it, you know, it took time, and it was a lot of hard work. I think, you know, part of the joy of it is that you love what you do, but there's always a business side to everything. So, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of the time that I started to the time that I had my first draft, in which I thought I may have been done, and I wasn't. You know, I, I was told by a friend who's in the publishing industry that, you know, my novel was too short, so I had to go back and, and continue writing, you know, and continue to, you know, flesh out the story. Um, after I finished that piece and when I finally felt like I had a novel, I still had to find an agent who was going to shop the novel for me. And to get an agent, there's work to it. You have to query an agent. So it wasn't like I just picked up a phone and said, hey, you know, Agent X, can you represent me? No, you have to pretty much sell yourself to an agent. Um, And there's a whole process to do that. And then the agent has to do their job to get you to deal. And I mean, from the time that I started writing to the time that I finished and finally got a deal, years had passed. It wasn't, you know, I picked up the pen and, you know, put down this novel and sent it out and, you know, Zane came a knock in. That's certainly not mm-hmm. how it works. It, it, it took years. And, and the whole point is, if this is something that you love and you want to do, you keep trying and you make sure that you position yourself so that you can um God willing, get a deal and get the type of deal and the type of publishing situation that you want. Um, I was blessed enough that I, you know, found a great agent and um, blessed enough that um, Zane, she presents my novels, that she, you know, liked my work and, and, and you know, she has a, a, a imprint on Simon & Schuster. So I was blessed enough that I, I, I found a publisher. But it took years to write, get an agent, get a publisher, of those books um, being available on bookshelves and bookstores. So mm-hmm. um, certainly it's a journey, and certainly if it's something that you want to do, you need to do your research on how to get from point A to point B. Definitely educate yourself, and they, uh, that, that that's the power. Make sure you go out and learn as much as you can, like yourself. Yeah. And then, you know, it's persistence. What do they say? Persistence pays off. Yes, it does. <laughs> it certainly does. Persistence pays off. That's why, man, we we love you as a guest because you're just evolving. You're on number four, Rituals for Love. And, you know, it seemed like yesterday, Brad, that we had her on talking about, yeah. you know, the book number one. Like, hey, yeah. you know, so it's it's amazing. What year was that that uh, you had the... That, that you, was you 2011, four years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we don't play over here. We don't play. We keep it. We keep it going. You know, Time man. flies, doesn't it? It seems like yesterday. It does. I know. Yeah. That's how I was like. I said, I said, Brad, yeah, when, when, was, when was the last time we had Shamar on? on, the, on the, I was like, it's time. Man, we missed out on a couple books. So I was like, we got to search. We always, we always in the loop. We always in the loop. That's for sure. You're in the loop, but I was and like, it's and, time. And our you motto gotta... is, we search for greatness. So uh, our last couple of years on the show, everybody's been great. And, and, and my lady here is the number one three-peat guest. So that's big in itself. So she you know it. where you stand with us. That's it. That's Nobody's been on three times. Uh, to promote what they're doing, and that's a, that's awesome. I love it. That's awesome. We're great so people that's doing great she stands things. with us. 
Yeah, great, great yeah. people doing great things. Yeah. And I can, I can feel something big coming down the pipe. I don't know if it's Man, movies. you don't even know. That pipe is wide open. Woo! Well, thank you. I, I hope so. Thank you. Yeah, I feel happening. it. I feel it. Believe it. Yeah. This is my year. This is everybody's year that's on this line right now. I can just feel that the spirit is moving through. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. You know? So am I. What do you, what do you want to tell your fans out there, Shamal? Um, I would love to tell them to join me um, on Thursday, February 5th at Barnes & Noble in Carl Place, New York at 7 p.m. I'll be doing a reading and a signing um, for Rituals for Love. So certainly come on out, um, join me. It'll be a nice time, a wonderful event. Will there be some beverages there for partake? <laughs> I don't believe there'll be any beverages. However, um, <laughs> there'll be any beverages. But I will provide the word that will feed your soul. How's that? There you go. I tell you, Brett, she is so accomplished now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woo, boy! She's the, you can tell she's been doing mad interviews because she was smooth with that. <laughs> I'm a writer. Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's an awesome young lady. That's it. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. So, Thank so, you. so uh, yeah, yeah, you're doing your thing. Um, so, tell us, um, you, you have New York. You, do you have a, uh, you know, since we are worldwide, do you have anything outside of New York or um, as, as far as a actual schedule yet? Nothing yet, um, especially because it's the winter and, you know, travel is so unpredictable and the weather is so unpredictable in the winter. So nothing yet. But in the spring, I will definitely be out and about. And, you know, you can check my website for any updates. But right now, just staying local until the weather gets a little nicer. And then I'll I'll be out and about. Tell the listeners where where they can go to find out more about uh, your previous books. And yourself. Absolutely. Um, you can visit my website, which is shamararay.com. Um, I'm on Twitter, also shamararay.com, and Facebook. So Facebook, Shamara Ray. Everything's Shamara Ray, so you can't, you can't miss me. Um, but, yes, they can find out more about my books. You can visit Simon Schuster's website. Um, you can find out more about me. I have some recipes on my website from Recipes for Love, so you can visit the website for that as well. So, um, certainly, um, go on the website, drop me a line, send me an email. I'd love to hear from, from everybody. I just, I just got uh, an email from a listener who said they're they're blown away by by you, and they wanted to know if you were available. Which I was <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> what, a question. what a question! Wow. <laughs> I was like, this man is very aggressive. What a question. Oh, <laughs> that's very interesting. Yeah, I know. I was like, wow. But you like, never know what's behind the curtain. like, you'll find out what the so deal is with tomorrow because uh, I'm interested. I, You know, she can put me to sleep, you know, with her interesting, interesting work. But I got to know she is available. I'm like, oh, well, I'll ask her. What the heck? It's live radio. Well, you know... <clears throat> I will say that I am dating. How's that? Wow, okay. Beautiful. 
that should answer his question, and maybe he'll send you an email. I'm not going to get in the middle of it now. <laughs> you know, I figured I'll let you answer that. <laughs> but uh, that's 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 a that's a good thing. A writer who's available. Now he better be nice to you because you never know what the next book rolls out. You um, know. <laughs> it's going to be a real character then in the open there. Right? I don't know who it is. You have to be Y'all careful. You might recognize yourself. <laughs> oh, no. Elsie. You might recognize yourself in a, in a novel. you got to be careful. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I'm just this kidding. Story I'm just sounds kidding. too familiar. <laughs> no, look. I'm just kidding. I'm look, just kidding. If it's the bestseller, we'd be like, oh, we know who it is now. <laughs> I'm kidding. You know they say life is stranger than fiction. So, honestly, yes. my my novels are really work for fiction because if I really wrote about some folks I know, whoo-wee. So, I, mm. I totally, I keep it strictly fiction. <laughs> no one has to worry about seeing themselves in a novel. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. That. Sounds good. I hear that. I hear that. So, so you have any shout outs or those those VIP people out there you'd like to? Well, I mean, I just want to shout out my readers. I, I really appreciate and you know, the support and the love and certainly, you know, you asked me earlier, you know, what's the the best thing about being an author? Really the readers, because, you know, I, I I love writing and I love writing stories that I enjoy, but certainly I write for others as well. So I just wanna shout out everybody who supports me by buying my books and um compels me to continue to do so. So, um, that's go that's definitely who I need to shout out. Oh, that's what that's what's good. Uh, what do you what do you have there, Brett? For me? Oh, we're gonna have to wait for the end for me because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brett, uh, Brett man is, is gonna be quiet I, I, on this one. I got I got I got a, a book over here too. You know what I'm saying? So, so I ain't gonna I ain't gonna steal. Uh, I'm gonna let her, you know, finish out the show, and you know, I got some shout-outs and uh, good uh, like shout out. Okay, yeah. okay. But I have one. I have one last one for for you, Shamara. Okay. What's, what What's a day in the life? I should know. Let me take that back. How long does it take for you to come up with the uh, concept of a particular book? In this case, obviously, it's a sequel. But how long does it take you to? To, to actually write the book? You know what? It's funny. So um, in terms of coming up with the concept, I, ideas hit me all the time. You know, I could be watching something on TV. I could be, you know, driving somewhere, and I'll think of something that I think would make a good story, you know. So I always have ideas, and I'm quick to jot them down or put a note in my phone about, oh, you know, that would be a good idea, and, and kind of flesh it out a little later. But once mm-hmm. I actually start working on a novel, it varies, and it depends on on the story. I mean, each one has been different. Like, I've approached each novel in a different way. <clears throat> My first one, literally I sat down at the computer, and I just wrote, 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 wrote until I finished the novel. The next one, I took a, a different approach where I mapped out each chapter. So, you know, it's hard to put a, a length of time on how long it takes me to start a novel to completion, but I would say... At least, at least a year to where I'm happy with it. And that's from writing the first draft to the second draft to the third draft to the editing process. That would be at least a year. But each one I've approached a little bit differently. And some mm-hmm. I may, you know, depending upon, depending upon the time of year I'm writing, if it's the summertime, I might be out gallivanting a little bit and not doing as much writing as I should. But in the winter, mm-hmm. I might buckle down more. So it really varies. It's hard to say. But I've okay. done each one differently. So, But I'd say about a year maybe. Um 
from beginning to end. That's a great, uh, and I'm glad I asked that for you. Like I said, is we try to relay as much information to the listeners. We always get whether they want to be uh, an author, mm-hmm. an entertainer, and I, I think so many people just have no idea the work that's needed to okay. to, to be successful in whatever you're doing. So okay. we like to get that information out. And I was like, you know what? I wasn't sure. I was like, well, maybe it's six months, maybe it's two years. Uh, let's really, get it right I mean, from the right. Yeah, everyone has their own process, and for me, you know, like I said, it's it's different for each novel, and it really depends on what else I have going on in my life and how inspired I am at the time. Or you know, sometimes I can sit and just write and write and write. Other times I may sit all day long and only come up with a page. So it it really varies. It depends. But I mean, anything that's worth working for it takes hard work, and you know, certainly takes time. Amen to that. If Oprah called you today, <laughs> I'm her agent. <laughs> what would you say That's to her? It. Oh my God! If Oprah called me today, first of all, I would tell her how she's such an inspiration. You know, just everything that she's done. You know, you look at. You know, we talk about hard work. You look about look at the hard work and her journey. Um, certainly, I just tell her she's such an inspiration. And then I would certainly tell her that she needs to have one of my books on her Amen. channel. Amen. Has a TV show, yeah, a, a yeah. TV movie. I, you I, know, I, then I go into pitch mode after I tell her how awe-inspiring yeah. she is. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you all the way on that one. You all know, I mean, but she truly is an inspiration. I don't think there's anyone who can look at Oprah and not acknowledge that she certainly has done amazing things and continues to do so. So that would be the first thing I say. But after that, I, I'm, I'm telling her about my books, you know, so she could she could know that Owen needs a little bit of these. <laughs> oh, that's just good. That's just good. Yeah. Tyler Perry. Yes. What would you What would you say to Tyler Perry if he called you? You know what? I I really respect Tyler Perry because he does things his own way. You know, he, you know, sometimes you hear people compare him to, you know, Spike Lee, for example. But I think Tyler is amazing at what he does. He has his own studios. He puts out his own movies. He has TV shows all over the place. I mean, I I would tell Tyler the same thing. You know, I certainly can respect what he does. And I think what I respect a lot about Tyler is that in his movies and his TV shows, there's always a thread of acknowledging God. And I love that you know Mm -hmm. you can always see somewhere within his characters you know that there's some acknowledgement of the higher power and i love that so i you know again i certainly think tyler has been open to um you know putting out films and and putting together tv shows that reach a vast audience and certainly um you know i respect that and i appreciate that and you know i feel like when you have um works that other people can appreciate I certainly would love to see my, you know, my novel featured on a grander scale. So Tyler and I could talk too. <laughs> we could talk. <laughs> That's what's good. Spike Lee. Oh my God, Spike Lee, amazing. I mean, you look back at, and I look at it this way. You know, I can relate Spike Lee's movies to certain periods in my life, and. Till this day, if a certain movie comes on television or, you know, I hear a particular song that I know was in a movie, you think about Spike and 
you know, the inroads that he made in African-American film. And I would definitely thank him for that and, you know, tell him, you know, Mo Better Blues was one of my favorite movies. School Days, um, Malcolm X. I mean, powerful movies for us to think back on and reflect upon, you know, whether it's from a historical perspective or even just from, you know, from me going to college and being a sorority girl. You know, his movies were impactful and certainly very influential. And I, you know, I would, I would share that with him, that he certainly has made a mark in my life and certainly so many others as well. It's always great to uh, get feedback from, from an author to another author because these gentlemen write as well, and maybe not so much Oprah, but I wanted you to get your feedback because the respect, uh, mm-hmm. again, how long it takes to create these characters or the mm-hmm. whole, uh, or taking something that's already been mm-hmm. uh, created. Malcolm X, obviously, you know, was, you know, Spike Lee took him and, and brought it to life in, in a visual form. Mm-hmm. But uh, just all his other previous work, which, you know, he created. and So it, it, it's it's always good to get another author's um, vision or, or just their comments of what they, they see of those individuals. So right. it's, it's great. I can, I can see you kind of rolling into that situation. And Thank you. I didn't know how much that Tyler. He, he's a he's really ingrained in these these characters. Uh, when he um, saw him on some type of special, and he just started talking about the process and mm-hmm. and uh, how how ingrained he is. Yeah, you know, with the whole team. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. it's not all him, but he's got a big big part of of laying these these shows out and the storyline and. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just amazing the whole process that that, that goes on and, and in, like you, like I said earlier a lot of these start from an actual book so I I can I can feel it we well, hey Brett we, she she's gonna be rolling it out on oh, we're gonna be man. trying we're gonna be calling a publicist to try to get some airtime with her I mean I mean I'll be giving me good vibes. I know something's going to happen. I, I I can't predict it, but I'm I'm feeling something awesome, you know. All right now, I'll That's be I'll be waiting for your call now. I'm going to be waiting. <laughs> no, you know my green light on Facebook to say, "Hey, Red, what's up? What's good?" I said, "Hey, girl, it's coming." <laughs> <laughs> All right now, I'm going to hold you to that. Yes, ma'am. That's so that's what's good. my head up and everything, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so any last words? I know we this is like the second time we're rapping, but I tell you, it's just you're just a great, great interview. Well, thank you're doing you. big things, and uh, so I don't think we can let you go. Well, know, you Brad. know what? I, you know, you can always have me back. Oh, oh, well, oh that's yeah. a gift. That's a gift. Oh, that's, that's, that's already a gift. <laughs> yeah, that's a given. So it's, we we roll them out here, and like Brett said, this. You know, your first here on the repeats, which is a great thing. You know, great, great guests. You love them, have them back. And so, with that said, continue success. Thank you. And, you know, let us know, you know, what, what the rollout schedule is of the tour. We'll plug it for you on the show. 
wonderful. Wherever you thank you. You, you, you go through and 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 let those uh, listeners again know uh, where they can find you on the World Wide Web. You can find me at shamararay.com. That's my website. I'm on Twitter, Shamara Ray. And I'm on Facebook, Facebook Shamara Ray. So, you know, please feel free to reach out. You know, if I can say one last thing, you know, my novels are relationship fiction. They're not just romance, and men and women read them. So, brothers, don't feel like you can't read a romantic novel. Certainly, (laughs) you will be able to identify with the characters as well, and you will enjoy the read. So, as those are my last words, certainly, I want the brothers to pick up the novel, too. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Hear that, guys? So definitely go out support Rituals for Love, Shamara Ray's new uh, a new book, new release. It is in a bookstore near you. Thanks again, dear. We will be talking Thank with you, you very, very soon. Thank you. Have a great weekend. You do the same. Bye-bye. Well, Brad, another great guest. We thank Shamara for coming on and doing her thing. Talking a little bit about her journey, her experience, and her books, and how they they can help you, entertain you, and hey, help you get through some challenges through life. So we thank again so much for spending some time with us today. Well, Brett, let's take a quick pause for this for the cause, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Evelyn Champagne King. I'm here at the LC and Jack Radio Show. Hey, yo, what up? This is Keith Murray. I'm chilling with my boy LC and Jack on the LC and Jack Radio Show. Death Squad LOD. Check out my new single, Laws of Polarity. Peace. Hi, everybody. This is Melba Moore, and I love listening to the LC and Jack Show. Look out for my new single. Hi, this is Gloria Gaynor, and you're listening to the Elsie and Jack radio show. Yo, this is Fred, the Hammer, Williamson. Check out the Elsie and Jack show. If you've got nothing else to do during the day or at night, make your life a lot more exciting, check it out, Elsie. Aloha, everybody. This is Wally Amos to tell you that I'm back with the same cookie that I created 40 years ago. The only place you can get them is thecookiekahuna.com. That's right, online, thecookiekahuna.com. If it doesn't say kahuna, it's not Wally's cookie. Great taste awaits you at thecookiekahuna.com. And always listen to LC and Jack on the radio. I love you. Aloha. 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 Yes, we have a friend about that Aloha party, baby. You know what I'm saying? Got to get you hip to that, man. <laughs> Aloha, baby. Yes, sir. So, Brad, bring yes, it. Sir. Oh, you got some shouts man. before we wrap the show. Why don't yes, you go sir, out? Man, I got I to gotta bring noise on this one, man. I got a big shout-out to Miss Latanya Kizzy and her son, Mr. Tevin Martin. They're down in uh, Webster, Texas. He plays football. He's a nose guard on defense, and he's a guard on offense. He plays for the Clearbrook High School in Friendswood, Texas. His mother calls him Tevin, D60, because he wears number 60, 
and he is a sophomore honor roll student with a GPA of 4.5. Wow. I just want to give this boy an outstanding shout-out because I'm feeling what he's doing, and his mother's very proud of him. And um, some other friends I want to give shout-out to, Mr. Uh, Ice down there in Columbus, Georgia, Ms. Tonia Wilson, fellow Leo, is going to the Cornbread Hawaiian Explosion. Melissa Smith, I want to give her a shout-out. Alicia Owens, welcome back to Facebook. She took a little break, but she's back. I was kind of nervous. You know, she disappeared on the brother, you know what I'm saying? But I love her tattoos. She tatted up. Miss Chanel Brown, I want to give you a big happy birthday shout-out. Mr. Derek Abbott, I want to give him a big birthday shout-out today on the LC and Jack Radio Show. Toshika Cunningham, I want to give you a big shout-out today on the LC and Jack Radio Show. Shanita Boyd, I want to give her a big shout-out, and hopefully we can get her on the show because she has a hot new single that's banging and sounds good. And I'll pass that on to my man, Elsie. Mr. Shea Taylor Brunson, I want to give you a big happy birthday shout-out today on the Elsie and Jack radio show. That's what's what's good there, Brad. Well, I don't have too much, but uh, I do have one thing for you, Brad. And let me know your thoughts. And uh, we'll see what happens. Check it out. I'm here so I won't get fined. 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 I'm just here so I won't. <laughs> I'm here Man, so I won't get fined, like baby. I like that. That's all good. Each his own. That's it. That's all you have to say. Each his own. You know, I'm here so ESPN. I won't get fined. Yeah. That's I, all I he said. ESPN. Yeah. It's all good. That's all he said all week. It's okay. it's okay. It's okay. That's his own thing. He's not bothering anyone. Leave the man alone. There's other people on the team. There's 53 players on the team, and there's uh, what, 22 starters and on each, you know, for offense and defense. Talk to them. You know what I'm saying? Talk to them. They have other people to interview, but to try to throw him under the bus because he doesn't want to talk to you. That's on you, you know what I'm saying? He's doing what he has to do. He's there. He's saying what he has to say. And he's not going to get fined because he's he's there. He's answering questions. <laughs> That's it. Leave the man alone. That's all I got to say on that. Hey, you Brad. Know? I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm yes, here so I won't get fined. I'm here so <laughs> I love it. I love it. I don't care. I'm here, so I won't get fined. So that's it. Yep. So that's what's good. So wrapping the show, baby. Get ready to roll it on out. Enjoy your weekend. Super Bowl, big week coming through. My pick, I stay with Seattle. Don't know who you got, Brad. I got Seattle. You know, I got the big uh, uh, Cornbread's Super Bowl. 49 predictions. If anybody want to predict the score, all they have to do is drop $10 in the uh, PayPal and put cornbread, you the man, at yahoo.com. That's cornbread, the letter U, D A M A N, at yahoo.com. And you can send your predictions, all right? And the person who gets the exact score, dropping 1000 on them, man. $1,000, LZ. 
$1,000. But you got to get the exact score. Whoever's the first one to get the exact score is going to get $1,000. And if no one gets that, the second prize will be the first person who gets the closest to the score. So that's a little bit easier without going over. you got to pick the winner and the loser, and the closest person to the score without going over gets $500. So that's even more easier. Now, if that doesn't happen, I'm going to take the $500 and give it to the charities out here on Long Island. So with that, Cornbread's predictions, pick, pick the winner, get $1,000. All right? That's what's good. So with that said, we're going to break on out of here. Thanks again for uh, tuning in for another edition of the show. We look for you ne- next week and each and every week on the LC and Jack Radio Show. Until next week, stay safe, stay sound. God bless. Peace.